understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hurley. And if you are new, welcome to The Stranded Family, where we focus heavy on not being in your best moments, best circumstances, best phase, but understanding that embracing this current gap, this current space that you're in is the best way that you can embrace the fact that you are not meant to be average, that adversity and unforeseen circumstance are only meant for those to grow. Growth typically feels like pain. It's typically very ugly. And so we are set out to make sure that you understand that in the moments that seem the toughest, that you're inspired to embrace and feel empowered in those moments because what to come on the other side is some of the best lessons of your life. So welcome and let's jump into some things about the stranded phase. So on this week's episode, I want to talk to you guys about blocking your blessings. And I know this is such an overused term, but I couldn't think of a better term phrase for this episode. And it's just because I spent a lot of time recently reflecting and just kind of understanding that literally when they say new level, new devil, new level, new devil, like you truly have to understand that in the moments that you feel you're allowed to have a few off days here and there. And I don't, I don't want people to think that the minute you have an off day, it's like, I have to transform. I have to change my life. I have to uproot everything. That's not the case. I think we all need to understand that life has an 80-20 rule. You're going to have some sad days. You're going to have some upsetting days. No one soul is perfect or 100% happy. But we definitely have phases in our life where either we're hit with unforeseen circumstance that completely uproot us, change our lives, impact us tremendously, or we just get enough bunk. Like we've accomplished some things. We know we're not where we want to be. We're struggling deeply with like well, I'm here now, but I want more. There's another level. I need more, but we don't really know what it's going to take to get there. And, or we feel like we're waiting on some ugly thing to get us there. So I don't typically talk about negative things on the stranded because I feel like this is kind of really focusing on the negative today, but I'm learning more and more as I progress through my entrepreneurship journey. And please understand if you're new to this podcast, it's very important to me that you understand that I don't, I don't ever want you to think I'm the expert. I'm sharing things with you that I probably had to look in the mirror and figure out last week. So if I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself too. So as we walk through this journey together, I just don't want you to make the mistakes that I've made in blocking my blessings because the more that I progress through entrepreneurship, which requires true vulnerability, true looking in the mirror and sitting well with that person that you see across the way, I've learned that we are our biggest critic. We are the number one person that holds us back and we are typically our biggest problem. And where the gap lies is that we 
choose to take so long to take responsibility, identify those things and take responsibility for changing them. And so we wait on all these things to happen to get clarity on what our next move should be when ideally it it typically starts with ourselves, changing ourselves, looking in the mirror, seeing what we need to do for us to better ourselves, whether it's more self-awareness, changing some bad habits, eliminating some friends, setting some boundaries, just getting focused and aligned, you know, dropping the happy hour. I mean, it could be anything, but I want to help you get clear on whether or not you might be blocking your blessings because a lot of us have very clear dreams and do understand our purpose or maybe be very clear what on what we want our vision, I mean, our mission to be in life. But for some reason, we're still sitting on it. And so let's talk about four things that might really keep you from may have been keeping you um, from achieving these things. So I've got four reasons that if you can say yes to any of these, you may be blocking your blessing. So number one, and first of all, I want to preface this with we are all doing this, we have to figure out immediately how to scale back on doing this. It is not something that we can turn on a light switch or turn it off. But we're doing this, we're doing it at an exceedingly high rate now because of social media. And so we need to learn how to scale this back because I promise you it's affecting all of us immensely. And that is judging other people, judging other people. I had someone say on the podcast one time, collaboration over competition every day. And that is the truth because we judge others so quickly, especially, oh my God, especially when it comes to someone that's doing what we're doing. So if you're a musician you and you're performing at a festival, you look at the person before you and you either decide that, oh my God, I'm, I'm in fear, deep fear because this person seems better than me. Or we immediately judge them and say, you know, like, well, she's definitely not on my level. So I'm about to kill it, you know, or we see someone on social media trying to be a brand strategist or a marketing expert, yet you have a degree in marketing and you're like, she has no idea what she's talking about. But you have not seek to find if how many lives she may have transformed, how many people she may have truly taught marketing, how long she studied her craft. All of judgment, most of judgment for the most part, comes from a place of fear and protection and projection. So fear, projection and protection. That was really a tongue twister. You are projecting your fears onto someone immediately. It's like putting the wall up before anything even happens. It's just like fear, false evidence appearing real. You're scared of something that actually hasn't happened. It's like when you, I tell the story all the time, two years ago, someone tried to introduce me to somebody and said, yeah, she's so cool. You'll love her. She has a podcast just like you. And she's doing this, this, and this. And the first thought that came to my mind, true story. I was like, why do I need to meet her? She's gorgeous, first of all. And second, she has a podcast too. So isn't she my competition? Like, why do I need to? No, I sucked it up and met with her. We've been like best friends for a year and a half now. And she's also my project manager and my partner in a lot of my business ventures. So had I let that rule and judged her based off my fear, I would have missed out on an extremely valuable friend and opportunity. So And we do it so much. I mean, I catch myself in so many conversations or being witness to so many conversations where someone's like, did you see that girl? Did you see what she did yesterday? Did you see what she posted? Like, oh, that was too much information. Like, oh, that was TMI. Oh, she she seemed like she wanted a pity party. Oh, she... It is not our responsibility to judge other people and how they share their story, their message and whatnot, because we're doing the very thing that we fear other people will do to us. And the the clock starts with you. Like the change starts with you. So what do we always say? Like, 
oh, I'm not going to post that. Or we think I'm not going to post that. I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to do a YouTube video. I don't want to do an IG live. I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to apply to speak at this event because what if people are like, who does she think she is? Like, what does she think she's doing? But yet you are the very culprit of doing that about other people. So the book starts with us. We have to commit to less judgment. And I think you might be listening because I said this before to myself and saying, okay, great. I hear you, but how do we start? And I think it is, it's just like affirmations. Affirmations are not built to remind you what you're thankful for or for you to lie to yourself. Affirmations are built for you to change your perspective on the way that you see things and the way that you see yourself. And I think we have to change the way that we immediately assess people when we meet them. We are so quick to judge. And instead, if we would just be open-minded and immediately seek the beauty in people when we meet them, like just have a conversation, listen more than you talk and just be willing to be like, wow, this person really brings a lot of value. This person really knows something, a lot about something that I know nothing about. Like I have learned and some of the people doing the same thing as me bring me the most value because we can exchange resources. Like it's amazing when you are open to seeing the beauty in other people, but we judge immediately. That is all fear based and projecting your insecurities onto them or protecting yourself and putting that wall up immediately before you even get to know them to protect yourself from, oh, this person might be better for me. They might make me feel bad about myself. They might be prettier than me. They might be sexier than me. They might be smarter than me, more intelligent. They might scare me to feel like I don't know what I'm doing because she might know what she's doing better than I do. Great. Then get to know her and learn from her. Like we've got to learn to humble ourselves and just practice seeking the beauty in other people before we make a judgment call, because that's the very thing we don't want people to do to us. So keep in mind, change starts with you. The buck starts with you. Like be willing to see the beauty in other people. So I think number one, we block our blessings by judging others so instantly, and it's just not necessary. So I challenge you to practice finding the beauty in other people. Number two, and this is so personal for me, I absolutely believe we block our blessings by not focusing on our health, on our health, our mental and physical health. And I could get deep about this for hours because I have recently truly started to focus on my energy, my mental health through yoga and meditation and journaling. And that's a whole nother podcast because it's very deep, but I truly believe in you can control your energy and you can control your thoughts for the most part. And so as you practice that and you get better, it's really amazing that you have true power over your, your mind, body, and soul, but your health, like what you consume in your body, what you consume with your eyes, what type of news that you listen to, like everything you put in your mouth and consume with your ears and allow to like be compartmentalized into that brain that is so powerful is blocking our blessings because it is just, you're either fueling or depleting the system, the only system that you have. And if you are not focusing on your health and well-being, you are depleting that system. You are going into the negative. You are backtracking. So all of these things that we're learning, doing, sharing, giving, like trying to fill other people's cup is all worthless and useless. And like the attempt to build freedom and have this life that you desire and travel and all of these things. Great. If you're not around, right? What, what use is any of that? If you are not available to have it and most people will wait until it's too late. And they say the, (laughs) the smart people learn from their mistakes. The wise people learn from others. And I have just seen too many people in the past couple of months be struck by health 
emergencies, health situations, completely unforeseen circumstances out of left field that have turned their lives upside down and they find themselves wishing they would have made smarter eating choices, just smarter choices with how they dealt with turmoil, therapy, energy, and and just primarily what they consume for their food. They wish they would have made those better decisions sooner. And so I don't want that to happen to anyone. I actually had anxiety about that for a while that because I wasn't focusing on my health and I kept saying, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later because I was so focused on my business. I all of a sudden felt like it was about to bite me in the ass because I had some severe body changes over a period of time. And so I am very focused on my health now. And I just don't want that for anyone else is that the universe, God, whatever you choose to believe in could be telling you, you're going to have to do a little switch up. You're going to have to do a little dance. You're going to have to focus a whole lot on yourself, your health and your well-being before I ever give you what you want. And here's the truth the real truth. Anything that you truly desire, that you truly want requires an insane amount of discipline. That's why only a certain percentage of people actually live these like above average lives because it requires an insane amount of discipline. And God may be telling you until you show me and prove to me that you know how to take care of yourself physically and mentally until then, will I give you the blessing that I already have planned for you. So imagine there might be something in between you and your blessing. And it could be caring for yourself better because he may know or the universe may know that if you get what you want, you may drift into a place where you'll never focus on yourself again. You'll get so busy, so wrapped up because you got to think about it. If you want tons of money or you want tons of something and that's why you start a business, you will damn sure sacrifice your time. And so you may not be given that blessing yet or that thing or that dream or the ability to speak on stages because when it hits, it may hit so hard that you'll be sacrificing so much time and you won't focus on good habits and well-being and your health. And at the end of the day, you have nothing without your health. And again, I'm not a health expert, but this is coming from a personal place that I know if I learned anything in the last week that I spent, I'm really focusing on self-care. I spent three days alone on the beach and, and I knew it was important. And if I learned anything, I felt like my body was completely screaming at me. Like it's time. You can't push this off any longer. Your health is priority number one. And so I don't want anyone to fall into that trap of just saying, I'll focus on it later. Focus on it now because it could be blocking your blessing. So number one, we're going to try to eliminate, try to decrease this judgment of others. Number two, let's get focused on our health. Like food is the least regulated it's ever been. They are allowing us to consume whatever we want. It is our full responsibility to do the research of what we put in our bodies and what we consume. So let's focus on our health because it could be blocking our blessing. Number three, this is just a little term I use with my friends. Let me explain. But you're wearing a shoe that is too tight. And what I mean by this is I have forever gone by this term that make sure your dream is a size 10 shoe because dreaming big is hard, especially if you are in any way consider yourself realistic or real or try to only understand or only believe what you understand. Because dreams are hard to understand because they typically push us beyond our limits. And so what I mean by this is like, if you don't dream in a shoe that you can grow in, like I want to be saying stuff out my mouth when it comes to my dreams and my where I'm headed, that people are like, wow, that sounds pretty far-fetched. You're damn right, because I plan to grow into it. I plan to build until I grow into that dream. So make sure you're dreaming of a size 10 shoe. And a lot of us have been wearing a size eight for five years. Like you got to a place and you said, I'm good now. I'm coasting. I don't need a mentor. I don't need help. Like I'm making good money. I'm sitting good. I'm eating good. I'm living good. I got a little extra spending money. I got no complaints. And we think we're too good for help. 
We think we're too good for advice. We think we've made it. Now, this is not me saying this is for everyone because some people are complacent with their current lives and all the more to you. If you are happy and comfortable with where you are, amen. Like it can't get any better than that. But for a lot of us that are stuck in this gap, we know we're stuck. We know we want more. We know this feels like a gap season, yet the universe is sending us all of these people to assist. These opportunities are arising and they might not be coming in the form that we want them in. And yet we're avoiding them because we feel like we're too good or maybe we're not ready, but we just want to sit in this comfortable, like too tight shoe. You have to stretch out of this thing. You have already outgrown this thing. You have to get out of it and get in one you can grow into. And I'm screwing up this analogy a little bit, but like you've already outgrown the comfortable space. You have to find yourself a much bigger space that you can grow into. It is time, like you've already gotten past uncomfortable. It's time to get uncomfortable in like a bigger space. And so seeking bigger mentors, not running from a transformation, feeling the emotions and knowing that you're being stretched and then trying to go back to home, trying to go back to that size eight shoe, trying to go back to where you're comfortable. When you know this, these circumstances, this pain that you feel, this brokenness is to clarify your vision and stretch you beyond your expectations. Yet you keep going back to what's comfortable. The vision that's already too small for you, the thing that you've already exceeded and you want to go back to that size eight shoe. Expand your mind. Go to the places that make you uncomfortable. Network at the events. Write an email to someone asking to speak at their event. You know, promote yourself in a way that you never have before. Put yourself out there. Go get uncomfortable. Pay to go to a conference that you thought you could never afford. Like if you don't stretch yourself without worrying about failure, you will be in a size eight shoe, you will continue growing and being in a shoe that is too tight for the rest of your life. And you're worried about being uncomfortable in circumstances that you feel like are out of your realm. Imagine two, three years from now, waking up and realizing you're still in the same damn place you were two, three years ago. That's scary. That's uncomfortable. Like I want to look like how I've been the last 365 days. My life has changed immensely, like insane amount of change. Like I feel like I've done like 20 things in the last 365 days. If I looked up and shit was the same, I'd know I had a bad year. Stop going back to a comfortable place. Stretch yourself, grow yourself, get out of this too tight shoe. And then number four, moving on to the last one, blocking your blessings. A lot of us are paralyzed by the how. This is my favorite because this was me. This was me. Like when I heard someone say a couple years ago, you actually don't have to worry about the how. I was like, what? But now that I understand that and I hear this from so many of my clients, like I have this vision. I'm really good at this. I love helping people with business. I can teach people how to save $10,000 in a year. I have all these testimonials. I've done all these things and I want to be able to do this. I just don't know how. And I know I sound crazy when I'm saying this because it's like, okay, well, if I don't know how, what do I do next? The answer is easy. You do something. You just do something. And I want you to understand it the way that I explained clarity to you guys. The how comes with clarity. Clarity comes with action. And then with action comes confidence. Like clarity and action lead to confidence. Clarity, action, confidence lead to like a very clear how things start to fall into place. And so it's like driving in the fog. If it was foggy and you were in the car with me and we stopped and I said, it's too foggy. I just, I can't see. So I'm not going to drive. You would probably say, well, drive slow and drive forward. And then we can see every 10 feet you go, we could probably see 10 feet ahead. But if I stop and I say, well, I don't, I can't see. So I don't know how. No, you would say that's stupid. Just keep driving forward with lights on and we will see 10 feet ahead and we'll just keep going that way. That's how clarity works. You have to take some action to get the clarity that you need. You have to take some action to 
to figure out the how. When I decided that I was going to start Insta Podcasts, when I was like, I'm going to run an agency where I can manage people and launch people's podcasts for busy entrepreneurs. I was like, yes, this is a phenomenal idea. Like, this is awesome. I know so many people that would use this service. And then when I sat down, I was like, how does this work? Like, who do I think I am? How am I going to do this? Like, I don't even know how. And this still happens to this day when like my recent mentor said, you need to write up a very thorough contract for your client. And I sat down and I was like, how? I've never written a contract. Never. Like, I just had to start. I had to start writing down the things that were important. I had to seek out a mentor. I had to take baby steps. And then I'm looking at the contract and I'm like, damn, I can't believe I did that. I had no idea how to write a contract. None. But it's like you have to seek people. You have to take baby steps. You have to take action. You have to start somewhere. And I meet so many people that say, well, I have this idea and it was great. And everyone said it was great. And everyone wants their idea validated. I swear, like myself included. We'll tell 300 people about our awesome ideas. And the people are like, oh, that's amazing. That's so great. Nobody's doing that. And then we don't make a move on it. And then we get upset when someone steals our idea. We see on social media that somebody started a new company or they did this or they did that. Or they, they put your very message up there that you were holding hostage in your mind and you didn't do anything about because you didn't know how. Do you know how ugly that feels? When you feel like you have won because you got clarity on a message that you wanted to spread or you got a clear vision of a business that you want to start or you just got this bomb ass idea and you didn't move because you didn't know how? Newsflash. Nobody knows how. Nobody knows how. Nobody is sitting at a campfire or at a bar and says, I'm going to start a company that a QuickBooks company that is going to I'm going to have millions of clients and we're going to make X amount of dollars. And then when they say how they go, I have this perfect blueprint and I know exactly how, and here it goes. No, they sit there with people and brainstorm ideas and talk about it, map it out and write it out and think of sleep on it and then talk about it the next day and then create a Google document and start writing ideas and start paying people and consulting with other people. And then the idea continues to fluff out and grow. And I know this is like an ignorant explanation because some people are going to feel like they know this, but I meet way too many people that say, oh, I just didn't do anything because I wasn't sure how. Do not be manipulated and paralyzed by the how. And I'll give you a very personal, extremely personal example. I went through a phase in my life where after our son came home from the hospital, that bills were coming in. I can't even explain it. Like every day there was like five bills in the mail from a different company related to mine and Cameron's medical expenses after I brought him home from the NICU. And I was so busy that I let the bills pile up and I started getting calls from creditors. And then I had a friend come over and she was like, what the hell are you doing? Like you have the money to pay these bills. What are you doing? And I was like, it's just a mess. And I don't know how to clean it up. And so I keep avoiding it. And she was like, and do you think by avoiding it, it's going to get any better? And I was like, no. And I'm like, but I don't even know where to start. There's literally like 25 bills here and they're all from different people and they all want it right now. And it was just a mess. And she was like, so we have to start with one. And that's what we did until we began cleaning up the mess. And I was like, wow, I really would have sat on this. And I know that's not a bomb idea, but like, think about how many people die with great ideas. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard the quote that says like, some of the best ideas are in the graveyard. Like the million dollar ideas are in the graveyard. People die with those ideas. Never let them out because they feel like they'll sound like an idiot because they can't explain to someone right now exactly how. No one has your vision. No one has your God-given assignment. No one has in them what you have in you. And you're going to hold that hostage and not say anything and not share it and not try to develop it simply because you don't know how, maybe that comes with clarity. That, the how, comes with clarity and clarity comes with action. So my challenge to you is to take one small step forward on an idea that you've been sitting on because you simply don't know how. Even if it's to lose weight and you feel like you're 150 pounds overweight and you're like, at this point, I don't even know how to create change. I have made a mess of myself. Great. 
take a baby step. Take a simple baby step. I challenge you to do one small thing to explore how to get closer to that. Even if it's calling somebody up and saying, Hey, I want this and I have no idea how. Do you have any ideas? And that's where you start. So blocking your blessing. We blame it on all these external circumstances, our relationships, our full-time job. I'm just too busy. I have children. Nobody understands. My money's funny. Like there's just all these things, these external circumstances that I know exactly what I want. I know exactly what I need in my life, but I can't get it because of all these external circumstances. I want you to really stop, like really stop and look in the mirror. And there's a ton of other ways we could be blocking our blessings. I'm, I'm just giving you four reasons I really think that held me back is to focus on if any of these things are prevalent in your life and could you possibly be blocking your blessing by judging others, by not focusing on your health, by wearing a shoe that is too tight, by being in a comfortable situation too long and not be willing to get uncomfortable and by not moving and being paralyzed by the how. Are these things that could be holding you back from your blessing? I want you to take a good look in the mirror and be able to answer those questions because getting out of the gap may have nothing to do with your external circumstances and everything to do with you looking in the mirror, identifying those things and being willing to take responsibility and ignite some change just step by step. And by the end of the year, you could be touching and receiving and achieving exactly what it is that you want. All right, Stranded Family, I hope this was super insightful and helpful at the least. And I hope you can remove anything that is blocking your blessing this week. And you know, I love you guys. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.